Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the Stream Scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Dougie Hamiltons or your Leon Dreisaitl's here. No sirree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. Hopefully, everyone is celebrating a win this week. Unfortunately, I had a really good week, but my opponent had an even better one. You just hate to see it. Not only that, but I got drunk and forgot to put in a claim in on a player for Sunday. That is the cardinal sin of streaming. Leaving an ad on the table in a close loss is just the absolute worst. So, I share your pain with all of you who are 0-1, maybe even 0-2 in those ESPN leagues, but keep your head up. But hey, if I had a dollar every time that I thought my season was done last year, I'd have about $10. And guess what? I won the whole dang thing and was the ultimate cuckoo champion. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. So we're not going to hang our head. We're going to hit the stream and rock it out. The season is young, and the stream scheme is hot, baby. So if you follow my advice, you're due for a bounce back. Quick recap of last week's streamers real quick. In case anyone forgot, my forward streamers last week were Marcus Johansson, Adrian Kempe, Tyro Hurose, Alexander Wenberg, Philip Deneau. My defensive streamers were Ben Sherratt, any Buffalo Sabre available, but particularly Jake McCabe and Marco Scandello and Noah Hannafin. My shallow streamer of the week was James Neal and my ludicrous streamer was Dominic Simone. Marcus Johansson had three points in three games. Adrian Kempe had one point in three games, but he does play today. Uh, Tara Hirose, two points in four games. Pretty good. Alexander Wenberg, three points in three games. Philip Deneau, three points in three games. Ben Sherratt, two points in three games, plus some nice perifs. Uh, Jack McCabe was a bust. Marco Scandello, although he had one point in three games, decent peripherals. Uh, Noah Hannafin, two points in three games, nice perifs, and still has another game today. James freaking Neal, five goals in three games, potential free agent pickup of the year. Dominic Simone, one point in three games, but he does play one more time today, and he is still on that top line. A lot of those guys are still available in a lot of leagues, so worth noting that you can still pick most of those guys up. 
but they can't be stream schemer picks in back-to-back weeks. But just an outstanding streaming week to start the season, and we're just getting warmed up, baby. So enough tooting of my own horn. Let's get right into it. This stream scheme episode is for the week beginning with Monday, October 14, 2019. And happy Thanksgiving to all of our loyal Canadian listeners. First, we're going to look at the schedules to see who has a good schedule this week. And while it's certainly better than last week, it's not what I'd qualify as a good streaming week. As mentioned on the Keeping Carlson Facebook patron page by loyal listener Jeremy Versillo, it's pretty busy on the off days this week. We've got 14 teams playing on Monday, 14 teams playing on Tuesday, 12 on Wednesday, 18 on Thursday, 12 on Friday, 22 on Saturday, and just 10 on Sunday. So I would say that that doesn't necessarily mean that the off days are busy, but rather just Tuesday is more unusually less busy. So that means if someone plays on a Tuesday this week, we're not automatically marking that as a bad, uh, as a from a streamer perspective. The main thing that I take away from this week's schedule is that I'm trying to avoid guys who play on Thursday and Saturday. So altogether, I'd say that there's 11 bad schedules, nine average ones, four decent ones, and seven good ones this week. There is a three-way tie for the best schedule of the week, and you can probably already guess who they are because we've got three streamagamis this week. The Anaheim Ducks, the Edmonton Oilers, and the Washington Capitals all play four times this week on all of the off days of Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Mwah, beautiful. Four other teams also have pretty good schedules. The Colorado Avalanche and the Dallas Stars. Uh, the Minnesota Wild are a team I really like this week, as you will see. And the Chicago Blackhawks as well, because even though they only play on three times this week, it's on, on all of the off days. So those are the teams we'll probably be keying in on this week. Let's get right into our streamer picks. Up first, we'll start with our forward streamers. My first streamer pick is an old friend of the podcast, Miko Koivu of the Minnesota Wild. I fully understand and admit that the Minnesota Wild are absolutely terrible this year. And Koivu hasn't really been anything to write, write home about either, from a points perspective at least. Uh, only one point in his first four games and pointless in his last three games. But hear me out. Listen to his couple points in his first four games, though. Three points, 2.25, 3.25, and three. That's a pretty good baseline. Miku Koivu's sweet, sweet perips are absolutely carrying him right now. And that's the exact type of production floor that we love to see from a streamer. He might not be lighting up the lamp or the stat sheet, but if he can, if I can get a pretty safe bet that I'm going to get 10 points from a 10 couple points from a streamer, I am taking that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. And guess what, buddy? Today is Sunday. I'm all over Miko Koivu this week. He's only 5% owned, so he should be wildly available everywhere. And while this won't be the last wild pick of the week, that is for sure. My next forward pick is going to be someone who currently has the most cuckoo points for the great city of Chicago right now. Now, if you ask some random person on the street, well, they might not even actually know who the team in Chicago is. But if you ask some random hockey fan on the street, well, of course, they would guess Patrick Kane. And that'd be a good guess. It's not too far off. Patrick Kane does have the second most points for Chicago, 17 so far this year. But one man has put up 18.25 kickoff points through just three games for the Chicago Blackhawks so far. And that man is our next forward streamer of the week, Andrew Shaw. Andrew Shaw, who... 
by the way, is both center and right wing eligible right now on Yahoo, has been absolutely killing it so far this year. Two points in three games, which is pretty nice. But the real reason that we love Andrew Shaw, you guessed it. He's got those sweet, sweet perifs, baby. 11 shots on goal and 11 hits. And not only that. Oh, no. He's also getting that primo deploymento. As of last game, he was playing on a line with Patrick Kane and Stream Scheme Hall of Famer Dylan Strome. Not only that, but as I mentioned, Chicago only plays three times this week, but all of those games come on the off days of Monday, Friday, and Sunday. And he's only owned in 9% of leagues. So to recap, why we love Andrew Shaw, great production so far, sweet, sweet perifs, primo deploymento, not widely owned, and great schedule. He's checking on the boxes. That's a streamer streamer right there. I would drop the mic, but I don't want to mess up the audio. But just visual, you know, imagine myself dropping the mic. Boom. Our next forward streamer is someone that I actually picked up the very first day of the season as a streamer because you were able to add guys before the season and then count towards your weekly ads. I picked up Tanner Pearson of the Vancouver Canucks and he delivered. Now, as us streamers are known to do, I said so long and thanks for all the fish and dropped him right away. This, in hindsight, was a poor choice. Had I not dropped him, perhaps I would not have lost my first matchup of the year because he has been electric. Four points in four games so far for the journeyman this year who might have finally found a forever home in Vancouver. Tanner Pearson has been putting up great numbers, and he's also getting great ice time as well. 18 minutes a game, which is right up there with the top skaters of the Canucks. He's playing alongside Bo Horvat as well. So I really like Tanner Pearson right now. And speaking of guys who are the top performers of their team so far, Tanner Pearson is outperforming guys like Elias Pettersson, Brock Bozer, and superstar Alex Edler. He's got 27.25 couple points so far this year, whereas the next closest Canuck, JT Miller, has only 21.5. Just impressive, really. I don't really see any reason for Pearson to regress. He's got the pedigree. And Vancouver doesn't really have any other options for top six skaters. Not only all that, but Vancouver has a decent schedule this week. They play four times, even though they play on all the busy days. So just make sure you can fit them in each day. But if you can't, you'll be hard-pressed to find a better streamer this week than Tanner Pearson, who is only owned in 5% of leagues, so he should be available everywhere. Our next forward streamer is an old friend of the podcast, If Washington has a great streaming schedule, you can probably set your watch to the fact that Lars freaking Eller is going to be a stream scheme pick. Love me some Lars Eller this week, and I love the Capitals in general right now. That might be blasphemous for me to say as a Penguins fan, but it's the God honest truth. Listen to this third line. It is a stream scheme wet dream. Lars Eller... Carl Swaggin Haglin and freaking Richard Don't Panic. I just went from six to midnight just reading that third line, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a little hot and bothered, and it's about to get even hotter once I read you his ice time from the most recent game. 19 minutes and 42 seconds in a whopping 27 shifts, which is a team high for the Capitals. He's out there on the second power play, and he's out there on the top penalty kill unit. He's everywhere. And it should go without saying that obviously he's got a streamagami this week, so you know you'll be able to fit him in any lineup that you have this week. He's only 5% owned as well, so he should be available everywhere. Lars 
That's just a great name, and he's a great streamer this week. Pick him up. Our next forward streamer has quite the introduction. His name is Jonas. He's carrying the wheel. Thanks for all you've shown us, but this is how we feel. And we feel great about Jonas Donskoy this week. The Avalanche are, ironically, as hot as can be right now. And everyone who picked them to win the West are feeling pretty, pretty, pretty good about it right now after a 4-0 start to the season. Part of the reason for that 4-0 start is their sneaky good second line consisting of Nazem Kadri, Andre Burakovsky, and, of course, Jonas Donskoy. That's the line of misfit toys right there, and I love it. Kadri certainly shouldn't be available in a lot of leagues. He's 52% owned, and even Burakovsky was scooped up in tier one of the couple, but still available on the waiver wire is our boy Jonas. He's off to a good start. Two points in four games is nothing to sneeze at, but the main reason we like Donskoy this week is because of his schedule. Four games this week as the Avalanche play on Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Saturday. I am in like with that schedule. Ah, who am I kidding? I'm in love with that schedule. I just didn't want to scare it off. He's only 3% owned, so he should be added in everyone's league. We are all in on the Avalanche this season and all in on Jonas Donskoy this week. Our last regular forward streamer this week is going to be an old friend of the show and actually one of our favorite players of all time. We're dipping our toes back into the Minnesota Wild pool. That's right. Say it with me, people. It's Zook. Mass Zuccarello, baby. Now, admittedly, he's had a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad season so far. He just signed a huge contract and he'll be the first one to tell you he's been plumb bad. But just like we're not giving up on the fantasy season after an 0-1 start, we're not giving up on our old pal Zuccarello either. He's still getting good deployment, playing with fellow stream schemer Miko Koivu and Jason Zucker. And he's also getting some top power play time with Eric Stahl as well. Now, part of us here at the stream scheme are experiencing some shot and fruit from the Wilds' winless start to the season. Because if you don't trot out a clear number one power play, you deserve all the losses that you get. But that doesn't mean that we aren't huge Minnesota Wild fans this week. Zuccarello is just too good to be this bad. Now, he is one of our more owned streamers of coming in this week at 26% owned. But that's mostly just off of name recognition alone. He's going to be available in most leagues. He's available in Tier 1 of the Kikupful. So, and he might be someone who could stick on your roster all year. But at the very least, he's a good streamer this week. Up next, we got some defensive streamers, our first one being our old pal. His name is, oh my god, oh my god, that's Chris Russell's music. No, no, we can't stream Chris Russell, he's terrible. By god, that man has a family. Stop the stream, stop the stream. Too bad, Jim Ross, we're streaming Chris Russell again. Now, before you stop listening, hear me out, all right? Obviously, Edmonton has a stream of Gami this week, so that's in our advantage already. And he is the blocks champion of all time. And while you might point out that he had no blocks in his last game, I'd come back with that. You should know by now that this podcast is all about the gambler's fallacy, so he is absolutely due for a huge blocking week. Not only that, 
Chris Russell has been known to get a point or two whenever we do stream him. I don't actually have any stats to back that up, but how about you just take my word for it, you jerk? Stream Chris Russell because he is the best. I'm not taking any questions on this matter. Moving up. Our next defensive streamer is going to be our third, count them, third Minnesota Wild pick of the week. I told you I love him this week. You guessed it. It's Brad Hunt. How can I not pick Brad Hunt here? He's an old friend of the show. And while the Wild obviously haven't been performing so great this year, Brad Hunt actually has four points in four games and over two shots a game as well with 10 shots so far in the year. As we mentioned, the Wild are one of those jerk teams that doesn't really have a top power play. But as I always say, that does help us out with streamers because that means Brad Hunt is able to steal some top power play time in Minnesota, just like he did in Vegas. Now, I hear what you're saying. He's 31 years old. He's never played more than 45 games in a season. He's never had more than 18 points. His shooting percentage is 20. Yada, yada, yada. That means nothing to me. We're going to ride the hunt train while we can. He is 0% owned, so he's literally available everywhere. He could be a ludicrous streamer, but we actually have a good ludicrous streamer this week, so stay tuned for that. Our last defensive streamer is going to be our second Flames defender in as many weeks. It's Rasmus Anderson. He's doing pretty good so far this year. Two points in five games, only owned in 1% of leagues, and he's on the second power play unit for the Flames. Not too shabby. Plus, the Flames have a decent schedule this week. They play four times on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm not crazy about this pick, but uh, hey, let's see you give a streamer pick for someone who's only 1% owned, you jerk. All right, and now we've got a shallow league streamer and a ludicrous streamer. I highly doubt our shallow league streamer this week will be able to match what James Neal did for us in week one, but this is someone who has the ability to get five points, even though he's got a terrible schedule this week. He only plays on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, but how can you not pick up Paul Stastny if he's available in your league? He bumped off Cody Glass from that juicy second line in Vegas, so he's back playing with Mark Stone and Matt Patch are ready. It's already paid off for him. He's had a goal in his last game, and they play today on Sunday as well. He's certainly got incentive to keep his play up so he doesn't lose his spot to glass again. He's owned in 48% of leagues, which makes him a shallow league streamer, but he should be available in a decent amount of leagues due to his bad deployment and performance to start a year. If you're in a league where owners are actually paying attention, he's probably dropped. And so now you have the chance to get him back in your lineup if he's available pick up paul stastny and lastly our ludicrous streamer this week is matthias yanmark of the dallas stars yanmark is off to a hot start with the stars four points in six games so far outperforming some teammates such as radulov ben and even klingberg he's got that primo deploymento right now playing alongside potential free agent ad of the year in Rupe Hintz and established veteran Joe Pavelski. That's a great line right there, and Yanmark is reaping the benefits. Dallas has a great schedule this week, playing four times on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. And of course, he's our ludicrous streamer, so you know he's going to be available pretty much everywhere, only owned in 1% of leagues. So pick up Yanmark and get ludicrous with us. 
So there we have it. To recap our streamers for the week of October 14, 2019, we've got forward streamers, Miko Koivu, Andrew Shaw, Tanner Pearson, Lars Eller, Jonas Donskoy, and Mats Zuccarello. Our defensive streamers are Chris Russell, Brad Hunt, and Rasmus Anderson. Our shallow league streamer is Paul Stastny, and our ludicrous streamer is Matthias Yenmark. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Facebook patron page, or you can find me on Twitter at Jet. And don't forget what the great Albert Einstein once said, the future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See ya!